0: For almost 2,000 years, the Catholic Church has pointed the way toward salvation through Jesus Christ. For each of us, that journey starts in darkness, as in a cave. We invite you now to join us as we seek wisdom and truth by way of faith and reason with your guides Mark Tuttle, Timothy O'Donnell, and Joseph Tomasian. Join us in the Catholic Cave
1: welcome once again to the catholic cave i'm joseph tomasian here with timothy o'donnell and mark tuttle and uh today we're going to be bringing up a couple concepts that uh, have been floating around the ether that is the relationship with the uh, faith science and reason uh, i gave a a talk uh, at a couple parishes a, a couple, couple years back uh, one close by, St. Elizabeth Seton, where, where we were discussing, you know, the, the relationship of, of these concepts. And uh, th- there was a, a couple doctors that came in from, from Lily, and, um, and, and he began the conversation with, you know, every time I, I walk into a church, I feel like I need to bracket my faith from my scientific understanding, which is what led to the, the development of 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 that uh, of, of that series. And And so I want to ask you guys, do you find yourself needing the bracket, I know the answer. Do you find yourself needing to bracket faith and reason and,
2: and science? nope 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 not at all but well okay i i I will qualify that a little bit there are there are elements of the faith that that transcend reason and so because of that um you know reason does come up lacking what do you doubt mark no it's not a doubt Mm. no 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 no, it's not it's not a doubt It, it is a lack of i think rational mind to be able to explain certain things that happen within religion, Trans, you know, the transubstantiation of the Eucharist. Yeah, that's a hard about. one. Resurrection of the dead. Yeah, resurrection of the dead. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Miracles yeah. Yeah. in general. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the, the 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 universe came into being. I mean, I think that's a, I think. Well, I, that's I, a
1: scientific reality as well.
2: Well, I, I guess it depends on what you describe as the universe. I mean, scientists would say, yeah, there was a big bang, but there was stuff before the big bang. Yeah. You know, well, I, so, I don't know how many
1: people would say that.
2: I think most physicists would say prior to the Big Bang, you had. How many it's physicists
1: a- have you spoken to?
2: Well, I mean, I've read physicists. I, I, I you're right. I have not spoken to them, but I, I've read. I, I have read the accounts of the Big Bang from physicists, and sure. basically, they talk about it as being compact energy. That that compact energy is not nothing, right? I mean, yeah, you know, the idea that nothing comes from nothing. It is all, nothing ever should. Nothing ever should. I mean, it almost is a contradiction of reason. Um, but yet, as Christians, we do believe that nothing came from nothing.
1: Well, there's a theory within theoretical physics called the Borde Guth Vilenkin theorem, which means that a universe in expansion has a beginning. And the beginning, at least according to my understanding of the theorem, is that there was nothing before. My understanding,
2: my understanding is that no, there, there was, there was. I mean, there, there, even, even in that theorem, there was compact energy that then a singularity. Expanded. There was something that had to expand, right? Yeah. Um. So the, that that something maybe wasn't a thing. Maybe it was energy. So uh, if but if, it,
1: if the if if the physicist ascribes to multiverse, okay, yeah, I perhaps. But I think the multiverse theory, while
2: still fairly prevalent, has all but been Dismissed. That maybe. I mean, I'm not. I'm not looking at that. But I'm just looking at sort of the contradiction of there being nothing and then there being something, and you can't have nothing and something at the same time without something to be able to act on. It's
1: that. a violation of the principle of non-contradiction. It is. It is. Yeah. It
2: very much is. So. So. Anyway. Um, but as Christians, yet yeah, we do believe that, that the universe. I mean, it, it, it's funny for us as moderns because physicists have. Gone back, and they have come up with theories of of Big Bang, expanding universe, etc., to where current science yeah. um, very much does dovetail with Christian belief. That's definitely not always been the case, and so the big the the, the historic debate between science and faith has always been on the eternal existence of the universe. versus versus the universe coming into being. I mean, Aristotle, Plato, they believed that the universe was just eternal. It always was. There was was no beginning, and and therefore, to a certain extent, no end. It just always is. Well,
1: even Genesis, you know, in the beginning, there was a mighty wind over chaos, basically. Stuff was already present. Even if
3: there's a consensus between, or compatibility between... Uh, faith and science, in that the universe or cosmos had a beginning, mm-hmm. there's there's big disagreement as to the how and the why. Sure. And the who. Well, you know who came <laughs> up with the Big Bang theory, right? Well, I don't remember his name. I do know he was a Catholic priest.
1: George Lemaitre. Right. He was a right. monsignor from Belgium.
3: Yes. Yeah. I want to go back to something where you kind of got us started here, Joseph. Yeah. So you asked whether or not we compartmentalize. Yeah. I, th- I think one of the difficulties in our current setting is there's a kind of compartmentalization in as much as the means by which we ascend to the truth in a sci- in in the realm of science is not the same as how one might ascend to the truth in a religious sphere Do you really i don't know
2: and i was gonna say is that you, you personally tim or is that a categorical statement that you think a lot of people struggle with this
3: i think a lot of people struggle with it now and, and i'll here's an example and it falls under but do I, you
2: personally struggle with this i mean that, that that's no, kind of my bottom line no no, no. that's what I, thought, I think there's different
3: yeah. means right there's different means to get to the same end the end i think all, and why faith and science are compatible because the end is the same. It's truth with a capital T. Well, yeah, and the, I don't. I don't, the, even, so think there's there's, ways I don't even think different. I don't think
2: the methodology, honestly, between faith and science in that regard really differs all that it, much. It's not at all because
1: that, mo- every single scientist out there who is studying in, in university today is taking on the word of what somebody else wrote about the reality of nature. So uh, yeah. young and, bucks going to, to to college right now to study particle physics have never, you know, collided right. uh, neutrons to, to to see what what happens. And, and the truth, but they have to take the truth.
2: Yeah. And and the truths of the faith as they've been handed down to us are based on the experience, the the the, you know, first hand experience, sights, sounds, observations Mm
1: -hmm. of the apostles. The the
2: apostles first and then and then later theologians, but as they experience God, right? So I mean it's and and even even the Bible itself, like you, you you look at Genesis, you know, that is the that is the account Tradition has it, the account of Moses, Mm. but that is the account of the experience of God as humans experienced it, just as science is the experience of nature. Now, the, the big difference there is God himself is not experienced the same way that nature's experienced, right. so there there's there's a distinction there just in right. how we experience god but the, Although, you know, but the methodology of developing truths of the faith and the methodology of developing truths of nature i think they follow pretty much the same patterns and the same methodology i think a yeah.
3: lot of people don't see it that way well the, and I can give you an example. The the, the goal
1: well, of, sure. The mean, goal of faith is to uncover truth, and and, mm-hmm. and the goal of of empirical science is to uncover facts, and and so, but the but they're both looking for all. All facts are true, not all truths are fact.
2: Right, and in science, ultimately, no, the science, the goal of science is to come up with theorems. It's, it's to come up with the, the universal patterns of nature. Explanations. That, 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 that can then be predictive, right? So the idea is to understand the facts to give us the universals to be able to kind of predict the future. I mean, that that's sort of the goal. And, and one of the goals of science is to be able to predict what is going to happen in the future so that we live in a, in a stable environment where, where things are not just suddenly surprising us.
1: And so we have this hypothesis, test, theory... Uh, relationship because of another Catholic priest, Roger Bacon, Franciscan,
2: right? Yeah. Yep, yeah, both he came
1: yep. up with a scientific. We were method. talking
2: about the Franciscans and the Dominicans um, a while ago. Now, so here's the question: You've got a lot of great Franciscan scientists, right? I don't um, know if there's a lot. There's yeah. at least one, right? <laughs> 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 you know, no, because I think I think there was a a tradition in England, um, English uh, English Franciscans yeah. to try to they they because they're Franciscans, they had to disagree with Saint Thomas. I think thats to be a Franciscan means you have to disagree with Saint. <sighs> Thomas to a certain extent i think but <laughs> But because of that, they they were going back and looking for the Platonic ideas in nature to trace back to God. And Francis Bacon came out of that tradition. There's others that came out of that tradition that led to the modern scientific method. It, it led to the development of sciences. This trying to understand yeah. the ideas and patterns of God in a in a um, non scholastic, non Thomistic sort of way. Yeah. I, I think was the, I mean, honestly, and I do think the deliberate point of that was to be non scholastic Mendel. Gregor Mendel was also a Franciscan, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Father of genetics. Correct. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Copernicus was... Not what religious. Order? He was... I thought he... He I was third he was order. Third order. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nonetheless, nonetheless, there's a tradition of men of faith yeah. that, that, that followed the methods for a, a, a up until the past hundred 200
1: years you, you couldn't divorce the idea of 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 uh, faith and and reason it, it wasn't really until uh, what what's his name Adam Smith his time uh that, that that there was this this deism that the separation you know right around our founding founding fathers where this this separation of of faith and reason started to diverge and and doesn't be,
3: bacon get the credit yeah. for that
2: yeah no right. no uh, not Roger bacon. Yeah,
1: Francis bacon. Francis bacon. Francis Bacon. You're bacon. getting your. your yeah, getting your, you're getting your, your bacon, bacon wrong. Bacon's wrong. Thick yeah, cut, yeah. thick cut. Yeah, right, you exactly. know, hickory smoked, no, regular. And, 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 I can't yeah, keep them right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And, and, They're and, all delicious. And, 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 right. English en- English bacon rather than right. Canadian bacon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, um, yeah, it's interesting though because I think the um, I think the rise of Deism yeah. came out of not a. Um, not necessarily a understanding of science. It wasn't a scientific statement. No, not at all. It was a, it was it was a, a, it, was a it was a statement about the limits of reason of when it comes to yeah. understanding God. Yeah. And so it was a, it was a statement basically that no religious truths are only, can only be, can only be revealed through, through faith.
1: Nominalism developed into voluntarism, developed into right. rationalism, exactly. yep. which it, is it, deism. Exactly.
2: And, and, you know, the other irony with that is, you know, this debate between religion and Science is much older than Christianity. Um, you know that's really where the origins of philosophy came about. Well, from
1: what I hear, Catholics uh, deny science. Look what you did to Galileo.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but like oh I said, yeah, that's a a much good one. much much older debate <laughs> than that. We're uh, we're coming up on a break. We'll take a break here on the Catholic Cave. But when we come back, let's uh, let's talk about the original original dispute between science and religion. You're listening to the Catholic Cave here on Catholic Radio Indy.
4: Are you a still being? Maybe in motion, but not going anywhere. Maybe it's time to try being still. We help you focus on what's most important. Catholic Radio Indy. Whether things really are crazier than ever,
1: or we just have more ways to hear about it all, it can be a little overwhelming at times. When that happens, remember the Apostle Paul's words from Holy Scripture. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Thank you for being a Catholic Radio Indy listener.
2: Welcome back to the Catholic Cave. I'm Mark Tuttle here with Joseph Tomasian and Timothy O'Donnell. And um, we're talking about science, religion, faith, reason. Um, and, uh, you know, the. I think the common account that's taken of, of this whole area of dispute is that religious people have stuck their nose into science and they've come up with where with, it doesn't belong, where it doesn't belong. And they've come up with the theories and accounts of things that science has settled, mm-hmm. and they're they're putting forward religious, uh, you know, religious opinions in place of observable scientific fact.
1: The God of the Gaps,
2: the, right? Exactly. You know, but the dispute between religion and science actually goes back um, to the Pre-Socratics. So it goes back to you know 500 BC um, with the the advent of philosophy, science, etc. In in a lot of ways, to sort of correct religious claims that yeah. had no, no basis. So, I mean, the the common account is Thales of, Mo, Thales of Miletus was a uh, olive merchant, um, had vast olive groves there on Miletus, and was a, a um, was a merchant. So he would travel. So he would go from one country to another country to another country, and he saw that they all had different gods. They all had different customs. They all had different ways of doing things. But there were a lot of things that they all recognized the same. They all believed the same. These were constant truths some things just didn't change. And so he started to try to sort out those unchangeable truths that were the same anywhere he went, the stars shone down on Egypt the same way they shone down on Greece. Um, The sun rose in Egypt the same way the sun rose in Greece. Um, He tried to sort those facts from the differences that he saw in religion. And in doing so is counted as sort of the Founder of, of philosophy,
1: yeah. It wasn't his thing though that everything was change.
2: Everything was change, exactly. Well, no, no, no. Everything was change. That's Heraclitus. That comes oh, yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and the pre-Socratics were. I mean, the pre-Socratic philosophers. Their tendency was to try to find that common un sort of that, that common unifying thread between everything that, that that is to to account for everything so you know heraclitus says everything is changed um i think thales i, I was thales the, the one that said everything was water yeah that's yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. He said everything, everything is
1: of the moist right yes exactly <laughs> yeah. yes
2: yeah everything was water yeah. um yeah others said everything is fire um yeah. you who know, was that guy um, started with a p well Parmenides said everything was being. So he he's the he's yeah. the B P one that, that comes to mind. He said everything is is existence. And that's where that's where Heraclitus came about. They said, no, 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 not everything is being, everything's changing. So everything is constant flux. There yeah. is no being. That's only apparent. So yeah. Yeah, your um, memory's and, better than mine. Yeah, there. And so, you know, the um but, but that was the advent not only of philosophy, but here's the key. Philosophy and science. Were one in the same, yeah, and and still mm-hmm. are to a great extent one in the same. Um, philosophers and, and scientists, you know, they follow different methods, but they're both about trying to find the truth of the observable world, um, the, the the world that we can either observe or reason about. Um, you know, religion then is trying to find the truth about what has been revealed to to man by God, and so religion it differs a little bit in that first principle is the revelation of, of God to man. Um, and so to a certain extent, that first principle is not scientifically verifiable, or am I wrong about that? Well, I, 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 no, no. Yeah. I mean, I think the first principles of science are self-evident, right? I mean, the first principles of science are what you can observe. Um, is God self-evident though? And that, that's a that's a his question. his effects
1: his effects are are observable, but so it, it's it all goes to if if I can see an effect, there has to be a cause, which is which is you know the, the search for both science and and all religions, I think.
2: Right. I mean, I, th- I think there is an argument that, that religion and science, therefore, they do meet. Right. Um, you know, they they do start from those observable facts, but then the question is. Okay, if that's the case, then why do you have Catholicism, right? I mean, if if mm. if, if religion starts from the observable fact...
1: Science deniers?
2: ...builds up... Well, no. If religion starts from, from the scientific observable, there is change, right? Mm. Um, Heraclitus, everything changes. Um, if, it, if it starts from that fact and then is an account of change, science and religion would be identical, right?
3: I don't think they start from the same point. I, I think science... Uh, as we uh, with the term modern, uh, as the way we use science in the modern setting, um, the, is concerned with material. That's the they're they're, they're hyper concerned with, or maybe exclusively concerned. We had been talking in a different program about Aristotle's four causes. They're, they're really supremely concerned with the material cause and the efficient cause of things.
4: And I, they've, they've, I,
1: don't I, I think it's the, the distinction here between physics and metaphysics. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that.
2: I don't know. I mean, I think there are metaphysical assumptions that have to be made by scientists. And so they, they name one. <laughs> Um, third law of thermo, thermo, yeah third law of thermodynamics. I don't know what that is. Yeah, so you know I mean it, 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 it's the idea that energy is conserved that, that that you can't within a closed system. the conservation
1: and, of matter. yeah, I, I, I think that's been changed. I think it's the law of conservation of energy now.
2: Well, okay, but but still nonetheless, there there's a metaphysical supposition behind it. The energy
1: cannot be created or destroyed.
2: Right. Energy yeah. cannot be created or destroyed. Energy just simply is, right? Or, or, it transfers just simply is, from
1: is. one means to the next, yeah. Me, me,
2: ex, but w- w- once again, there's metaphysics going on. That's my point. Um, to, to try to say that there's any type of science without metaphysics behind it.
1: How is there uh, metaphysics in in? The, an understanding of energy.
2: Okay, is 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 a the idea that things move from act, potentiality to actuality is that a metaphysical concept?
1: Uh it's a philosophical
2: concept. Is is it, is it metaphysical? I don't think so. Okay, let's go back and s- define metaphysics then a little bit.
1: Okay, so meta- metaphysics is is, is the 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 study of being right it it, it focuses on first philosophy where uh, potentiality being actualized that uh, you can do that by burning a tree and seeing the ash
2: well, well well sure i mean you can experience being by looking i mean you know the existence of being and the nature of being you come to by two ways observation but then also by by logical reasoning right so everything we know about being everything that we discuss about being in metaphysics in first philosophy yeah. we come about the same way you do in science i, I think the question is does physics stu- the 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 study of 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 Change, motion, etc. Science—the uh-huh. yeah. stuff of science—does that presuppose metaphysics? I would say yes. Even modern modern science has to presuppose metaphysics.
1: Okay, uh, I'll give it to you so so you can make your point. But I, I, I think there's there's going to be some fundamental flaws in the argument in that most scientists, uh, when they're studying for facts, are are not going to look for a metaphysical belief or no, they just take even, it for granted or even acknowledge it.
2: They, they take it for granted. The that t- was
3: my I'm glad you got there. So that that kind of was my point. I'm glad you guys got there that in that when we talked about at the beginning of the show, the compartmentalization, I think you can you can go to a uh, university, you can major in physics, you can even get an advanced degrees in physics and not concern yourself directly with any uh, philosophical or metaphysical commitment. You just, I don't uh, know.
2: I mean, honestly. Because you don't have to
3: take a single course,
2: when, when, okay? But, you
3: don't have to take a single course. Well, so, when you're looking, it doesn't when you're mean looking, that it's not yeah, embedded yeah, in Oh, system. I agree. It's, I it's also, there. But I I'm talking about the, compart, I, the compartmentalization yeah. is okay. look at the curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. Does it include it? Uh, I don't the know. The answer is no. No, but I also think you're
2: dealing with fundamentally similar questions when you're dealing about the convertibility of energy to matter. Matter, the existence of energy, where energy came from, all of those questions come up in physics. All of those questions, physics or physicists are studying to try to answer. But through they don't study it.
3: They don't study in a philosophy class. No,
2: no, they don't
3: approach it with philosophical understanding. That's my point about why a lot. My 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 point earlier at the beginning, what my claim was, that a lot of people. Compartmentalize yeah. these two things, and that's one way it shows up. You can go through advanced degrees in physics without ever taking philosophy. I, it's not, I'm not saying that it's not operating because yeah. I agree, it is operating. Things like you have to stipulate in the background that the world is intelligent, that the universe is intelligible. That's a philosophical yeah. one. But I'm saying you can come, so in our thinking, this is why we produce and have continued to produce more and more practical atheists and why the decline of faith occurs most rapidly in what as as progress and advancement in technology and civilization it falls it declines because it it presents itself as if there two faith and science are two completely different things and i can i can reside on one side of the equation Namely, technology and the sciences, quote unquote, that support that, and not have to ever address the all these other commitments that maybe are embedded. But I can, I can, that's what I mean by practical atheist. I can act as if God, I don't ever have to concern myself with the, yeah, the question. Yeah, but about I think that.
2: that I think that phenomena comes about not because science leads to atheism, but because atheists only have available to them science to reason with. You know. I think if you took a poll of scientists, I'm not sure you would find a huge difference in the number of believers among scientists as you would among the general public.
3: I totally Um, disagree. I think the difference is huge. I think in science, when you go by science, I mean like physics, chemistry and things like that. Believers. Are something like ten percent or less? Oh, oh I yeah. don't think so. Where oh, are you yeah. pulling that number I'm going to do it on the break, okay? Because yeah. Google says so. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do. Yeah. I, don't think I, so. I, I, I think know. I know
1: plenty of doctors out there yeah. who are who are great believers, uh, not just medical doctors, but PhDs uh, in physics. I don't know any physicists. Right?
3: Okay. So, but my that's claim not you, claim.
1: Yeah, you changed your claim to to those. Uh, those who
2: study science. Those who
1: study science, to to just right. physicists. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Yep. But no, I, I I but I do think that you know I mean you can also honestly say probably most if not all atheists are going to rely on science. No, they're going to re- well, they're maybe amateur physicists, but yeah. they're 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 going to rely on science as the sole basis for truth because they really don't have anything else to to rely on.
1: I think we're giving them too much credit. That they rely on science as a sole basis of truth. Well, that may be true, I think a lot of it's emotional.
2: Yep. Well, with that, we'll uh, take a break, and we'll we'll be right back here on The Catholic Cave.
4: The first radio station signed on back in the 1930s. And wow, people could get news without having to wait for the next day's newspaper and hear great entertainment right in their living rooms. Uh, But then in the late 40s, television came along. And since it could add visual content, well, that would probably kill off radio. But it didn't. In the 70s, satellite radio, 8-track tapes and cassettes, and the Walkman came along. Surely one of these would kill off radio. But they didn't. Now there's streaming on computers, podcasts, Alexa, and smartphones that put the world at your fingertips. And you know what? Radio is still here. In fact, a recent survey of people aged 18 and up showed that on a monthly basis, Radio reached more people than television, including time-shifted TV. And for audio programming, more people than smartphones, PC, Alexa, or tablets. When you support Catholic Radio Indy, you're supporting a powerful tool that has the potential to reach over one million people every day with the message of salvation. If you're one of our donors, thank you very much. If you haven't joined our family of donors yet, today would be a good day to do that. Just go to catholicradioindy.org and click on the Donate button. That's catholicradioindy.org. And thank you for your support.
0: It's not just a radio station, it's a ministry. Catholic Radio Indy. You guys just have no idea how much of a difference it makes. When a business is looking to expand, they say it's all about location, location, location. But what about when the church needs to expand, to stretch out and reach those fallen away, estranged from the faith, or those who simply have never heard the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Then it's all about vocation, vocation, vocation. We need more people dedicated to the mission of serving the church, more priests, more deacons, More men and women of vowed service and more lay workers willing to go into the fields. The harvest is rich, but the workers are few. Is God calling you to service? Pray on it. And while you're there, pray for more vocations. A simple request from your friends at Catholic Radio Indy. And
2: welcome back to the Catholic Gabe. I'm Mark Tuttle here with Timothy O'Donnell and Joseph Damasian. and uh, we're talking about faith, science, reason, um, religion. Everything. <laughs> well, at least the, at least the interplay of those things. But Tim, you said something. I want to I want to go back to a little bit. We got a yeah. little bit off track at the the end of the last segment. Um, you you said you know science primarily concerns itself with material reality, right? So science is you're you're not going to have as much of a, a scientific attempt to understand i don't know angels right um, you're not going to i ha- think
3: morality would be a good one to contrast with science right, like, science. Okay. morality does not fall under science you know i don't science. know
2: though, though cuz um, you know psychiatry and psychology i would say th- are preeminently moral disciplines, right? Ethical disciplines. They're about the correct way to conduct yourself. They're about the correct way to act. Typical. We don't, typical. We don't use
1: the word correct. We say okay. typical.
2: Typical, but, but healthy at least, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, they, you know, they, they, they try to help individuals act in healthy ways versus unhealthy ways. And, you know, when it comes to ethics and morality, uh, you know, I'm not sure, especially if you believe in natural law, there's a distinction there. Between
1: ethics and morality?
2: Well, no. Between 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 acting in a healthy way, which is what psychiatry oh, sure. and psychology are are, are are driving towards, and acting in a moral way, which is what more, which is sure. kind of on the religious side of that same question, especially if you believe in natural law, you, the claim is you're looking for healthy human behavior to be a healthy, yeah. happy, whole human being.
3: Nah, I, I, I reject that.
1: I I was. I went to a Catholic university uh, that will not be named. I was student number one in their Masters of Science in Clinical Mental Health. Um, And I I was told that my Catholicity was an obstacle to me being a good therapist um, because I believed that morality and ethics fundamentally had a place within Uh, a Catholic ethos, a Christian ethos, and uh, the director of the program uh, firmly disagreed that, uh, as a matter of fact, would say that that Christianity itself uh, had a propensity Mm -hmm. to develop and and encourage uh, mental disease.
2: Okay, so... (laughs) But here's the question now. Okay, oh, so oh man, did you finish no, but, that program or but, but, did you yeah. run for the hills? I'd ask for my yeah. money back. Right. Right. So okay, so you've got that claim on one hand, right? Yeah. So there's, so the claim is made by by psychiatrists that no, Catholic morality does not lead to health; it leads to unhealthiness, yeah. it leads to an unhealthy stunted, scrupulosity, right? Scrupulosity yeah. and unhealthy personality. On the flip side, you have moral theologians that would that would make the claim that following psychiatric guidance minus faith outside of the realm is going to lead to an unhealthy stunted um, diseased individual as well so but you're, but the the goal there is both a healthy psyche right I mean whether you're looking at it from moral, theology or whether you're looking at it from psychiatry you may disagree well i don't um, know what health consists the, the of but end, they're both driving towards health right
1: the end of moral no. theology is not mental health right exactly the end of moral theology is is i i, I think they're both directed at at correcting behaviors that fall outside of what is is typical or atypical, uh, or di- ordered or disordered is what we would use in, in moral theology. I think they're both means by which to correct inerrancy.
2: Yes. No, no and I, I agree with you. Moral theologians are not going to use a term like mental health because it, it, it's a different discipline. But the, the the question is this vision of sanctity, right? Yeah. A vision of a a, a a saintly person, right? As as a healthy whole. Individual yeah. and the uh, complementary vision—they may not be. I don't think it's no. Their content-wise are they're going to be different, no doubt. Content-wise, are going to be different, but they're analogous concepts that both of these disciplines are working toward. You're working towards a healthy mm-hmm. whole. Soul no. or psyche I, no. of a person. Audrey Pio was no. not a
1: complete whole person.
3: Correct. Your definition's wrong, Mark. That's not what. Yeah, I, that's not what I, saying I don't. Is.
1: I don't agree with that yeah. either.
2: Okay. So, yeah. so, but, a hel- so so a healthy whole individual. Right, as, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with with Catholicism. Well, that's a well, false no, binary. I,
3: I'm, it, that's I'm, a false
2: binary. I, I, the,
1: as far as we know in our Catholic context, there have only been three healthy, whole people: Jesus, Mary, and, and right. depending on because, who you ask. Because
2: once again, when, John the Baptist. Right, but but then looking at that definition, the definition of a healthy, whole person is a sinless person. And what makes us less than healthy and whole is C- sin. sin. Yeah.
3: Psychiatry is not to bring
2: that up. No, psych- oh, okay.
1: no actually, no, I, not psychiatry. We will but, because bring up sin? Yes, if 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 you if I you must are not have enough right. experience with psychiatrists, but, but you, you, guys you missing, have to go the right ones. <laughs> yeah. Right, and, and
2: you guys are both missing my, my point. I this. am. My yeah. point what is, is your point? My point yeah. is not that the content of psychiatry and and moral theology are the same. My content is the goal is the same, and that is a a, 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 a healthier a, person, a happy person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Happiness, okay. right? Yeah. So moral theology and, and and moral the- if moral theology is not driving towards happiness, then St. Thomas is wrong. And, and I know both no, of you No, the
3: definitions, Ron. You're, you're saying about false dichotomy again.
2: Uh, they, they use well, the terms no, no, very so, differently.
3: Those are very different terms. Uh, um. He's
2: not aiming at
3: happiness. Aquinas doesn't aim at happiness. He aims at uh, oida domina. Or I've always pronounced that wrong. He's aiming a blessedness, holiness. That is not the same. That's the
2: same word that Aristotle uses for Correct. That it's not
3: the same word that they use in psychiatry or psychology. No, no. once again, so, you yeah, so
2: have no, The content is different, but the, a, a happy whole human being, that is not a different concept. Maybe the content of what that means is different, but once again, well, a happy, whole human being is what it, both of them are driving at. They, no, yeah. I, no I, not at I, all. No,
1: I I do agree
3: with it. All right, you can yeah. agree. I can still disagree. I agree. So I'm going to do that over here. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> Look over at here. a martyr. Yeah. Look at a martyr. What what are the martyrs up to then? Well, are they happy? the think indi- we can get under that we term. Can, we can no. get in the weeds,
1: but they became saints through
3: a completely different means. Right, so of holiness and virtue, which is what I'm talking about, for the purpose of what saving souls. You
2: don't have to be holy and virtuous to die for the faith, or to save souls. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Any, anyway, where were we going? Well, we were talking about we were talking about science and nature, and, the, oh, yeah. and, and science and religion, and, 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 grace. and grace, and And what I was what I was bringing up is that these are not. We we've created I think a false dichotomy. You guys accuse me of coming up with false dichotomies, <laughs> right? But I did. I, I think, Twice. I think we um, we come up with a, a, a false dichotomy when we say science and religion are trying to are, are, are competitors with each other, right? Yeah. Um, you know the methodologies. Their are, object is different. I don't know. I I don't know that their object is different. I I think religion is trying to account for the universe and an understanding of the universe by understanding God. And I understand, actually, religion is trying to understand God by understanding the the universe and nature, etc. Well, theology
1: is the study of God. Biology is the study of What?
2: Biology is the study of life. It's the study of yeah. of, of, of animals, but no, chemistry like chemistry. they, they, they have things, they have their right? own object. They have their own object, but they but they're not unrelated, right? And they, they no, own, and, no, and the idea is to come up with a holistic understanding of the whole, right? I mean, that's kind of what philosophy shoots yeah. at. Uh, yes, is 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 trying to come up with this overarching account of everything, and so, you know, they they fall within simply the human pursuit of knowledge
1: yes okay uh, and, and, and i i do agree with that yes
2: and, okay. and and the methodology that they follow of following observation of, of of what has been given to you in in one degree or another and and for science I mean, actually, for most academic disciplines, what you're given is is based on authority. Yeah. Um. So and theology is no different. Um, no different. You know, yeah. and, we have a magisterium. Right. And then following that through reasoned argument, through hypothesis, yeah. through through testing those hypotheses, and and trying to see how those match up with observed fact. That's the same methodology in theology as it is in science. So I don't know that the two are a incompatible or b even different endeavors
1: yeah well okay so there are some faiths uh some 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 faith traditions that uh, rely on faith alone uh you know that's one of the the premier claims of martin luther you know it should be sola fide right faith alone Uh, i think all of islam uh, pushes towards a fideism matter of fact the last great thinkers in Islam, Averroes and Avicenna, were, were killed, right? They were, they were too logical. Uh, and there haven't been great philosophers out of the Islamic tradition since. Uh, within Judaism, uh, they're much more open to, to, to faith and reason um, uh, than, than the other, uh, than, say, Islam would be. But when we get to Catholicism mm-hmm. itself... Uh, there's this claim where we also sort of draw this distinction between faith and reason. And and I think one of the arguments was, you know, well, Galileo. And that whole Galileo controversy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me tell you, you've got <laughs> this whole Italian man. <laughs> I, I, as an Italian man, I, I'm i so happy to to clarify, to, to clear the air here. Galileo, you've got this Italian man who loved to drink and who was... Uh, Set in his ways, he went to Florence. So, he, but he, he was a third order Dominican, went to Florence. Um, so that he he didn't have to operate under anybody else's authority. And then uh, he he came up with this idea, and his spiritual director said, hold on a second, before you publish it, hold on a second. And Galileo's like, you can't tell me what to do. Actually, I can, because you're a third-order Dominican, and you, you have obedience. And 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 uh, his spiritual director's like, no, you can't say anything, and Galileo's like, Watch me. So you got these two Italian men who are prone to the bottle, uh, arguing back and forth. Galileo publishes his thing. That's why he was excommunicated. It was because of a lack of obedience, not because...
3: did he, he pick on the Pope a lot, too? Hey, well, that didn't really you know, who help. Who doesn't pick on
2: the yeah, Pope? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he was a... I mean, t- he he the Pope, it. so yeah. I think that... that did
1: I do so? It wasn't because it was he was demonstrating a faith or, or a, a fact uh, that you know would would go to change the world. That that's not why he was excommunicated. He was excommunicated because. He was a wounded, broken man and didn't listen to his superiors.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's disobedience. Yes, it was disobedience. That lines with uh, my understanding. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and that's my my, my understanding, too. Well, we're uh, we're up to uh, another break. We'll be right back here on The Catholic Cave.
4: Like coming up for air. Like a time of rest after a big race. Like a good meal after a long day. Jesus, what you need, just when you need him. Catholic Radio Indy.
0: When a business is looking to expand, they say it's all about location, location, location. But what about when the church needs to expand? To stretch out and reach those fallen away, estranged from the faith, or those who simply have never heard the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Then it's all about vocation, vocation, vocation. We need more people dedicated to the mission of serving the church, more priests, more deacons, More men and women of vowed service and more lay workers willing to go into the fields. The harvest is rich, but the workers are few. Is God calling you to service? Pray on it. And while you're there, pray for more vocations. A simple request from your friends at Catholic Radio Indy.
3: Welcome back to the Catholic Cave. I'm Timothy O'Donnell with Joe Tomasian, as well as Mark Tuttle. Uh, We finished with Galileo. That was a good, uh, for brief recap, Uh, very misunderstood episode and used as a bludgeon against Holy Mother Church all the time. Uh, One thing you brought up earlier, Mark, that I thought was really good in this discussion was that uh, a great point I want to revisit with you guys That uh, faith and science are not competitors. They're not competitors. They shouldn't be looked at as competitors for our loyalties, uh, as in pursuit of knowledge. Ultimately, they converge, right? There's one, ultimately, there's one source of. of
2: Yeah. I mean, in some ways, that's easy to say as Catholics, right? Because that's the Catholic view. The Catholic view is that these are not competitors. But if you ask an atheist, if you ask Sam Harris, he would disagree with you. He'd say, oh, yeah. "Oh, certainly, you know, religion." He's not is, just
1: atheistic though. He's anti-theistic. Right, right. Yeah. But
2: he's anti-theistic mm-hmm. for a reason because he thinks that religion necessarily involves the denial of science. Yeah. And and I'm not
3: well, uh, that was Christopher Hitchens too, right? Yeah, I mean. right.
2: But and I guess here's the question: Yeah, are there religious claims that do transcend science and therefore do kind of create a rivalry between religion and science? I mean, does does religion make claims based on religion <laughs> that in, in some ways it shouldn't and that is the domain of science well, l-
4: l-
1: let me tell you a little story I, I know this guy i know him pretty well he's a carpenter
3: hmm. uh, well joseph that uh yeah i talking about you are we
1: nope nope no nope. okay all uh, right but this this other carpenter
3: your good friend though
1: yeah real good friend real good friend uh he can walk on water uh-huh he, he can raise the dead uh he he can forgive sins um, he he turned water to wine. This guy completely takes over the fundamental laws of the natural world and bends them to his will. That sounds pretty anti or non-scientific to me.
2: I guess, but I mean, here's the deal: if if, if that was observable phenomena, right? If somebody yeah. saw that if somebody saw that and witnessed that the scientific approach is to find an explanation sure. for it, right? So so if a scientist witnesses that or hears about it, yeah. then the reaction of science is not to deny it. The reaction of science is to test it, to verify it, to, to try to confirm it. It's supposed or not, to be. Or, or, it's yeah. supposed to be, exactly. So I'm not even sure that even miracles turn into, you know, sort of, Claims that science has to deny. Sure. Right? Um, You know, it it is not scientific to just have a knee-jerk reaction against claims of miraculous things. Sure.
1: Have you guys ever seen a miracle? Like a a full-fledged...
2: You know, I have... uh, There was a a gentleman that was at a parish I was involved with in Texas that had terminal cancer. I mean, he was going to die within a matter of days. Mm -hmm. He was on hospice, etc. And literally overnight cancer completely went away and he lived for another. I mean, honestly he did live for another nine months or so. I think he finally died of like a heart attack. So he didn't even die of cancer eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, 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 cancer was there one day. I mean, the doctors looked at it. I mean, they were blown away. They had no explanation for, for what happened. Literally cancer was there one night gone the next. Um, that's pretty close to miraculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it is a miracle. So, um, did I witness it? I, I didn't see it, but yeah. I saw him. I knew him and I knew the state he was in before and I knew the state he was in after. So yeah. to that extent I did I did witness it. So
1: okay, have you have you seen a miracle?
3: Yeah, I would say that I've seen I've had in my life instances that cannot be explained without God as the author of the event. Yes.
1: Yeah. Miracles, miracles still happen every single day, don't they?
3: Yeah. Every time we go to mass would be one. Well, I was thinking I mean, of something it, else too, right but yeah. I wasn't yeah, I mean, grabbing the low hanging fruit you know, right
2: there. I, I, I guess no. the, you know, and what I've been trying to argue the whole thing is that you know, reason, uh, not reason, but science and religion, uh, they're they're all trying to pursue an understanding of the truth of all things mm-hmm. right uh, for for the sake of, of humankind being able to live and and ultimately fulfill our purpose which religion would say would be to to would, contemplate god that sounds like an opiate but, for, but anyway, for the masses but i don't know but anyway I'm not hey, so hey sh- wait wait yeah, wait, yeah, wait. let me let me finish here, sure. guys um, when it comes to miracles though you know i think science and religion have they're, they're compatible, but not in that same way that they're following the same methodology or, or, or pursuing the same thing. Science has a role to play of trying to disprove it, right? I mean, science has a role of trying to come up with a natural explanation to kind of show that this was not miraculous. True. Meanwhile, religion, you know, honestly, does religion hinge on the miraculous? I don't know if it does. So, um, you know, I'm not sure that. In, in some ways it's kind of funny because miracles are portrayed as the, the realm of religion but in some I ways mean, it's almost the opposite the, the, I,
1: I would say our entire Catholic faith is hinged upon a series I mean of that's many true. Miracles.
2: I mean I mean yeah I mean the, 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 the life of Jesus the, the, yeah. the resurrection yeah. um, the so, Holy Spirit right. loaves it's, and fishes but, but our, faith <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, our, our faith does not demand that we our faith does not demand that we assent to every and all miracle. Not all claims no, of a miracle. No, not, yeah. yeah.
3: But there are definitely, there are definitely miracles like that, although... M- the Marian I mean,
1: apparitions the, were, were not beholden can, to.
3: Many right. canonized saints yeah. are because they there are miracles ascribed sure. to their intercession. Sure, sure. There are Other reasons why people are saints. Right. Um, canonized saints. But, but yeah, that, I think... So, so does that
2: make, so because we believe in miracles, does that make us all anti-scientific?
1: No, not at all.
3: I, I, no, but I think I think one of the problem, one, what's problematic in trying to resolve this apparent, what can come across or be in some people's minds, this incompatibility between faith and science, is that science, increasingly strands of science, seems to be pursuing um, knowledge and information, not necessarily the the truth of things. Those are those can be kind of different. And then I would say also. Many, many. We have many, many examples of advancement in technologies, where the technologies themselves, created by quote unquote science, are then placed at the service of evil. Those are those are real problems. You've and seen so Oppenheimer. it seems like no, not yet. I want to. No, but, that but that's so good. Okay, but I, but I, but there are lots. So that might be an example. Yeah. But there are lots of. It seems as if at times the quote-unquote science or scientific community or elements of that uh, pull in uh, morality. And it's a morality that is incompatible with the truths of the Catholic faith. Yeah. And oh, so certainly, therein certainly, yeah. that feeds into this but incompatibility. That's, but
2: but that's, not, that's not non-religious or a-religious or even being against religion. That's bad religion, right? I mean, that, that that's adopting a religious stance that, well, but that,
3: it's flying under the flag of science, and I think again that's part of what's feeding into the you know, friction I, I think between that's a, the two yeah, camps. I,
2: I, that claim's been out there for a while. That behind science, there's this religion of scientism. Yeah. That, that that oh yeah you know, I, and, yeah it exists and, and, yeah, and, yeah. Know, it's a kind of heresy. A, there's a you know a religious a religious position that all that exists is material reality. There is no immaterial component to yeah. to, to, the, to the universe. Um, I think I I would say there's there's probably Probably a either lack of interest in the question or just simple assumption that the natural world has always existed, um, yeah, it, it, in in some form. Um, whether that's energy existing before the Big Bang, maybe, but nonetheless, there's a lack of interest in causality. There's a lack of interest in, in final cause, final cause, or, mm-hmm. or even initial cause. Um, I, I, you know,
3: I, and I think that's where science goes wrong. It, it, it doesn't respect the sphere of religion the sphere of morality it's highlighted in a very short but very poignant scene at the beginning of Jurassic Park when they they bring everyone to the island and uh Jeff Goldblum's character stands up in righteous alarm and anger and says cuz he realizes that they've they've let loose they've unleashed a power that they have no idea of when they recreate when they begin to produce dinosaurs. And he makes and he make, What's what does he say? He says, "You were so busy focused on how to accomplish this, you never bothered to ask the fundamental question of should we do this? And I always think that's where in, in, when I look across when, he, when humanity goes terribly wrong or, or segments or, or individuals being led, that's one of the problems that you often see is we, we're preoccupied with how to do something. And we don't. And that's the second question that we could ask, like, okay, how do we go about making that happen? But that's only after you ask the first question is, should we do this? Right. If the answer is yes, we should. That's a moral question. Yeah. Should we do this? Then you go to step two, which is let's figure out how we do it.
2: Yeah. But I think the opposite. I think the opposite leads to a lot of evil as well. And that is a disregard for science within religion. Um, and and a disregard for scientific fact, and therefore, what making, would be an
3: example of that?
2: Well, I, I you know I I, I think um, I I think religious conquests against witches. Um, I think that was a, a great example of that. That there was a supposed explanation for phenomena that was not investigated it was not looked at scientifically it was not researched and it, it led to a great evil um, it was the you,
1: puritans
2: it was the puritans <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know, we, we well, catholics may be innocent of any type of superstition well, doesn't whatsoever it, <laughs> i but doesn't it. That, suppose but, that there were yeah
3: but, yeah, but that, that example but are you saying there are no real witches that ought to be pursued
2: no i'm not necessarily saying least, that but i'm i'm saying that i'm i'm saying that wait no, tim
3: are you saying there are witches that need to be pursued well I would think if you have witches or warlocks practicing black magic you would it would be in our best interest to to, to try kill to kill cur- them t- no, I didn't oh. say that at all. I think to investigate,
2: well, possibly, no but you want to thwart, but I'll thwart tell them. You but You'd I'll tell want to thwart their effort with but a you sword. Mean, yeah, <laughs> I but didn't but say that either. To, yeah. You also See need that? to look investi- what You're projecting at me. You need to me. investigate. You need to yeah. investigate right, it though, to a certain extent. Yeah, sure, and, of and you need to look for scientific explanations of these types of things that are happening, and not just necessarily saying it's black magic.
3: Um, well, that could be a flaw of the witch trials. I would agree with that.
2: But also, but also, it's no. It's a lack of science, and and it's a lack of utilizing science. To investigate claims that are made in the name of religion that may or may not be true. However,
1: and, the demonic does exist. Right,
2: that's my exist. point. Of course it does. Of, yeah. of course it does. But what I'm you'd saying want to is, it. but what I'm saying is, religion needs science. Um, And a lot of great evils come about when religious people ignore the importance of science and the importance of scientific investigation and the importance of understanding the way our natural world actually is. So the two do have to go hand in hand. You can't just say, well, religious claims trump scientific claims. Right. And yeah we're, we're
1: not those people
2: no no catholics catholics shouldn't be those people yeah, we're not. i think and occasionally you know in the in the history of catholicism we've erred in the in the realm of superstition oh you come know?
1: on we've never been superstitious no, people
2: catholics are not superstitious <laughs> at all well unfortunately we're once again to the end of oh that reminds time me i here. need to
1: bury my saint anthony statue or saint exactly. joseph statue upside oh, no, down no, in that's my right, yard that's
2: right, because we all know the yeah. best way to sell a house is simply by bearing Bearing a statue statue upside down. All right. And on that note, um, you've been listening to The Catholic Cave here on Catholic Radio Indy.
0: The Catholic Cave is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Replays of this program are available in podcast form at catholicradioindy.org. Comments about this program can be addressed to Kent at catholicradioindy.org or by calling 317-870-8400. Did you miss something in this show or just want to hear it again? Podcasts of this and all our other great local programs are available 24-7 at CatholicRadioND.org.